Hi, guys. Welcome to another adventure with the odd doggies or the odd guild or all of the odd bunch because we're a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Well, I am Justin, uh, one of the hosts of the Lake Gaming Arena podcast, uh, and I am playing Clark Kent or Clark, sorry, Clark Kent. There we go. Get it right, man. Funny. It's your own name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't make. choose the name. <laughs> so, the name chose you. The name chose me. The pun was uh, there. Actually, I yeah, had to make yeah. it. Yeah, Daniel came up with it because we're he, I'm a clerk. And then he just said Clerk Kent and it stuck. Um and Clerk Kent is playing Spark within the game within a game. So yeah. So, uh, well, Clerk Kent, he's a fun guy in general. Um he has a closet that is full of rubber mats. Okay, I okay. wasn't sure what the rubber was leading to. I'm glad it was something very simple and innocent. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been he, rubber duckies. He, I mean, he is in the black market, so they are magical, but I won't say how what in what way they're magical. But how okay. I don't know how rat the rats mats could be magical in a different way. But yeah, what okay. Mean? I mean like they fly. Yeah. Like, exactly. Magic flying rubber mats. Or they're <laughs> car mats that never get dirty. Ooh, self-cleaning car Bath mat. mats, maybe. There mm. you go. Yep. Beth, they never slip. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Daniel. I'm in Odd playing Daniel. And in the Odd Doggies campaign, I'm playing Stas. You follow? <laughs> um, that would have been great if he was also Daniel, because I'm Daniel playing Daniel playing Daniel. Oh, you missed an opportunity. Because, Daniel because of originality. <laughs> it would have been amazing. Well, then I would have just been copying Nerd Cubed because I think his name is Dan, if I recall correctly. It, oh, really? More you know? Nobody knows who that is. It's fine. I feel like you're just saying that because you don't know who that is. Okay, I don't know who that is, so nobody know knows. Who that is. Shh. <laughs> Fun fact about Stas is that he loves swimming. Oh, that that seems appropriate because I mean, he does. He did. He did. He does live the on ocean. a boat yeah. most of the time. Boat thing. Yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Quentin. I normally GM the Sword Art Online odd campaign, but in this, uh, we like multiple layers of Inception. So this universe exists inside the campaign that I GM, but I'm not GMing. Instead, I'm playing two NPCs playing two characters in a game and a game and a game. You follow, audience? It's reasonable. It sounds like a reasonable expectation for everyone to follow. This sounds like a fantastic setup to another anime. <laughs> Probably, honestly. They should animate this show. Anywho, I'm playing both Crystal and Wilson from Sword Art Online Odd. Crystal is playing Crystal because she's original. And Wilson is playing... Uh, wait, got to double check. I don't have his name listed. Hopper. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wilson's you forgot Hopper. your own NPC's NPC. Listen, listen, Snow. We haven't played for a week. You are in the bathroom again. <laughs> I have not. I have not announced what I was doing yet. Le let me announce myself, well, sir. I, I was just <laughs> explaining that you were in the bathroom for a week. It sounded like really cramped, and there was like a lot of like loud noise. I have no idea what you were doing in there, but I figured I would bring it to everyone's attention. Was that a fun fact? 
Yes, that's the fun fact is this week as I was walking by the bathroom, which Snow has repeatedly locked herself into for various reasons. I feel like she just wants an office <laughs> and she doesn't have one. Wait, I have a throne room. <laughs> I have the guild well, This is your throne alternate room. throne room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that brings me in. Hi, guys. I'm Snow and I play Snow in the odd our Sword Art Online Odd campaign, and I am also playing Snow, who is GMing the Odd Doggies campaign inside of the game. Yeah, and why did we make this so confusing? <laughs> why didn't we just play a module? Because I am original. There you go. Yeah, there. <laughs> you okay. also like giving people headaches. I love headaches. So you mean to tell me I was abducted by sentient plants? You break out into a clearing where you see three elves. My character speaks elvish. Okay. This is so convenient. I'm so proud of myself. I knew it! And he just points at the dogs. They're all of you. He just points and says, I knew I, I it. Yeah. And I make barking noises to try and cover it up. <laughs> he was taken by... An orc scouting party. We've been following the trail for three days now. We believe that there might be a tribe up north. Um, so Copper's at this point gonna start jumping around and wagging his tail. Ooh, ooh, trade, 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 trade. Okay, deal. Y here's offer. We help you find your friend. You help us find master. You see that they are, there is this massively beaten creature kind of just being tossed about in the center. Isn't there a disengage action to run away? I'm gonna kill that character. Little doggy, come out, come out. comes running in again. Okay. Where okay. were you running that required that much effort? We should not have had burritos at the table last week. I'm I'm mm, I told Clyde oh, no. stop with Those the burritos. Oh my stomach. Did you put the salsa on it? I put the salsa on it. Did you put the hot salsa on it. Things were burning and they shouldn't have been burning. Okay. All right. But I'm better now guys. Yep, it was a special salsa. Thanks for that Metamucil by sure, the way. It helped the a lot. Special salsa. <laughs> they all think it's salsa. <laughs> I'm so glad oh. I didn't have that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, all right, guys, Poison I'm ready. Salsa. I'm ready for round three. Okay. Do you, do you want me to build you a bucket or something like that? In case? I already have one. It's under the chair. I'm ready. You need another one? I'll have buckets for my buckets. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, if it's under your chair, what you should do is you should just cut a hole in the center of the chair. So if anything <laughs> happens, you can stay seated. I think I'll be okay for this 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 round. But um, all right, guys, can somebody 
remind me what happened since the last week that I've been in the bathroom. Wait, do you mean in like real life or the game that we played that you're supposed to know everything about? Uh, the game that I'm supposed to know everything about because I was in the bathroom again okay. so you for almost two did weeks you not at this write point. Material? I I did write material. Just somebody remind me what happened. Oh, okay. How about Wilson, how about you, since you seem to know everything? Or Clark Kent. Clark Kent. We defeated a, a bunch of Were they were they orcs? <laughs> I forget. Okay. They were orcs. Yeah, you were in an orc village. Okay, I couldn't I thought they might have been something don't else. Tell but, uh, I don't know. It was dark. So yeah, you, you fought some orcs. We won. What else happened? I valiantly led to the defeat of their chieftain. Wait, I I thought the I thought the raccoon did the finishing blow. But if you think about it, <laughs> I summoned the raccoon. So therefore I led Is the raccoon to the still defeat here? of the orc chieftain, like I said. Hold on, we'll get there. Wilson, stop trying to one up the rack um one up Clyde, because we know that he's finished off like two bosses so far. Has he? But yeah. he, he, okay, listen, he's died. He's <laughs> almost died to more things than he's actually killed. So I think that counterbalances it. All right. I just wanted to make sure that you're okay. I mean, there's not much competition there. Don't worry. So you guys are still in the orc village and you are surrounded by bodies. Oh, tons oh, of bodies. Oh, oh, me, yes. Oh, me. Yes, Crystal. Um, uh, excuse me, everybody. My, my, my duck's going to wave her paw in the air. Um, do you guys mind making a giant pile of, of the dead bodies? Like, make it into like a little bit of a mound that I could stand upon. Uh, after I loot them. Thalia just looks at you. What? Well, I mean, as long as their like fresh blood is gathered in a pool underneath of them, I think we'll be <laughs> fine. You can take whatever you want off their bodies. Oh. May I ask why? Oh, you know, just standard things. I just have to do a bloodletting sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stare at Crystal like... Look, Tony has very strict quotas that you have to meet every week. Oh. Also, I can't eldritch bark at people, and I really like being able to do that. Um, well, I guess we'll uh, help build the body pile. Yay, body pile. Uh, Thalia looks at you and she says, My friend, while I would love to help you, we must aid our own companion. Oh, He oh, needs treatment. Oh, I can help. Okay. Copper's gonna doot over there, all cute and adorable-like, with his ears flopping. Okay, so you you dootsie on over. Oh, um, I, I have spells. That's actually why I'm coming over there. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, no, I, just gonna, I, I've, like, I've got We're just gonna wounds. stare at each other um, really awkwardly. Well, Wilson. I mean, we could, and it's not that awkward. But, so, so... Their, what was their injured friend's name? Ah, oh, crap. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where my note is for that, but... um. Hi, I forget. I'm sorry you're dying over there. Yes, his name is Forget. <laughs> it's like Ifer and then get I it. Ifer. <laughs> Ifer. His name is now Ifer. Ifer. I forget. Yeah. I-F-E-R, <laughs> last name G-I-T. Listen, the burrito took it right out of me. <gasps> okay, um, uh, I will give Ifer the lick of life. Well, I mean, cure wounds. Okay. You know, it has to be a touch touch attack. Okay, so you're going to lick him? So I lick him to heal him. Okay, so go ahead and roll for oh. how much you heal him. Um, that, That's a die. Where are you licking him, by the way? I'm just, what, I'm right just on curious. the face. Right on the face. Right on the face. Okay. It's the only appropriate place. 
All right, so I rolled an eight. No, um, let's see. I gotta find my wisdom score. Three. So that's, that's eleven total. Okay, so he heals by eleven. Yeah. Yeah. That's like his whole health bar almost, isn't it? Well, here's the thing. Since we live in a very cruel world, healing only heals so much, but he needs like his bones set, and a lot of his injuries need to actually be taken care of. Oh, physically um, as well. Wait, wait, I think I have to. Wait, I didn't take anything in medicine, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I still have a three, so I'm I got gonna nothing roll. over here. Okay, so it's a seven. Okay, so with dog. with your lack of opposable thumbs, you try to oh, do oh, what? Let me, let me push this bone back in. So you're gonna try push. and push him in a bone, and push. And all you hear Look, is helping. the sound of crunching ah. under his paws. It's, it's okay, I heal, and I fix him. <laughs> and you make it worse. I hope. He I takes know. one point of damage from that. It's okay. He healed 11. Positives. <laughs> okay. Talia says, no, really, my friend, we, we're going to have to take care of him. He needs to go see a doctor or a healer in in Brienne. She takes the time and she's actually looking around the area for some things to kind of basically put him on to splint and move him out from that area along with the other elves. Can I help her with that? You can do so. You can roll your perception check. Brit. Okay. Uh, you find that there is... Oh, hold on. This will probably help you guys. I'm sorry. I forgot to pull out this map that I have. I was working on this in the bathroom <laughs> uh, for the past week. Wow, that's oh, really impressive for being yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah, I know. I, I hand drew everything with my own blood. Wow, <laughs> sounds like something Tony would get into. Okay. Speaking of which, Stas, where are you going? How am I supposed to drag these bodies? I can pick up, like, their big toe. <laughs> Just give me five minutes. Uh, I'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, I remember hearing her shouting something in the bathroom where she was getting really frustrated and needed a mental break, but just kept sitting in there working on it anyways. <laughs> Probably because she physically couldn't go anywhere else, so it would make a mess with the guild. The door was locked, and I couldn't undo it. I think it has, like, a timer lock on it. <laughs> it is a dungeon. Why didn't you just get the cleaning guy to take care of whatever mess it was and get you out? I couldn't get out. I couldn't message anybody. Oh, it's a dungeon, right. after all. Oh, what game is this? The bathroom is a dungeon. <laughs> Bookstore sells Metamucil. <laughs> there are magic rubber mats in the closet somewhere. They're probably in the bathroom dungeon. There is like a back room to that thing. I just haven't gone back there, there yet. There are many doors. Okay, now I'm in, actually. Welcome, Daniel, to the world of my <laughs> map. He's not in yet. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let me try this again. Welcome, Daniel, to the world of my map. Welcome to the world of Roll20. Wait, wait, wait. So let me get this straight. Your world's called my map, and your towns are brioche (laughs) and meat. No, it's Brienne and Karn. Meat. So Like Carnival. So you got meat and bread on a map. Carnival. Where's the tomato? Where's tomato town? Dang it. But wait, no, no, Carnival, Carne, Val, it's the meat thing. <laughs> I don't know what Val means, but meat. Carnival, Carnival. Oh, that's like what Val means in Spanish. Okay. Um, so, Daniel, you are here. Yes, I see. On the map, and you are next to Leolan, or Leolan. Leolan, that's what I'm calling her, that's right. And actually, directly to your left, you see that there is a cart. I can't move this cart because it's stuck on the map, but there is a cart there on the map. That is intact, and it looks like it would be 
a really good option for them to move their friend, Eifer. Can confirm that Val means nothing in Spanish, but it means something in Lithuanian. It means hour. So a carnival is a meat hour, the hour (laughs) of meat. That's terrifying. (laughs) Fun facts on odd. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, Daniel, you see the cart back there as you're exploring around. And again, that would be the best option for moving him. I'm going to point this cart out to the elves and be like, hey. um, How do you point? With my head and nose, I guess. I got to ask for you to describe these things because people forget like you could be human, like anthropomorphic human dog things like hybrids. This is true. Uh, so I'm going to point with my nose, I guess, and motion. Can like, I see what he's doing? You can perceive. I mean, he's not hiding anything. So, yes, you see what he's doing. You don't even need to okay. roll for that. Then I also say point and I point my nose straight in my tail and lift my left back leg. Is anyone else going to join him in pointing at this point? Because you might as well point. I point. I pick up an orc's hand and point with it. Okay, so you pick up a severed orc hand. Oh, I was just going to bite his arm and try and, like, <laughs> and then point it in the direction. Oh, okay. So roll a strength check, Crystal. Oh, it's going to be abysmal. Actually, that was really high. Oh, um, what is it? Well, my roll was a 17, but my strength is a minus one. So it's going to be a 16. In your little tiny awkward mouth, somehow with this little body, you managed to heave this heavy orc hand <laughs> above your head. Now, you can't do it by like the the elbow, but you do manage to go right under the wrist and lift it up with your body, and the hand kind of flops over top of you. Point. It's not pointing, but it's flopping in the direction. I I flap it over that way. Okay, so you flop in that direction with the arm or hand. Did they get the message? They got the message. They got it the first time with Staz uh, (laughs) pointing it out. Uh, And so Thalia, Leolan, and um, Chele, who is attending to Eifer, they all are basically working to get him on the cart. Okay, now I'm going to help Crystal make her body pile. Okay. So I have to roll strength uh, for this them. reminds yes. me of good times. You know, if we make a pile of all these dead bodies, we can make a makeshift hill so that Wilson can map out the area. Stas, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, not Stas, uh, Spark, uh, what are you doing? While they're doing all that, I'm looting the bodies. Okay, so you are going to loot around the area. I like that. I've got stuff for you. Uh, 14 total. Okay, yeah, you're able to help kind of push bodies around. It takes you like about... Um, 10 minutes to move all of the bodies all together because you got to push it with your head and everything. Uh, the big body, though, you are not able to move. So just center all the little bodies around the big body and hope be the big body base. <laughs> exactly. I like how you think. I'm disturbed by how she thinks. When oh, ne- I am too most of the time. I just find this particular instance efficient and well thought out. <laughs> you've never found, you've never erected a tower of corpses before, Snow? No, I have never, never. I mean, you've suggested it a couple times. There was only one time. (laughs) All right, so Spark. Okay, I want you to roll a d10. Rolling a 10. Tell me what what your number was. I rolled a five. So you find two red rubies, basically in the pockets of some of the larger orcs. And then you also find about 150 silver pieces. And on top of that, you also find a flask with, or not really a flask, but like a vial with some liquid inside of it. Hmm, a mysterious liquid. Yes, very mysterious. Looks like the guacamole served during taco night. It is a blackish brown color. Hmm. And the way that it's kind of closed up is it requires, it's kind of like screwed on the top. Ah, 
blast. I need a human to open you, this. That was. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't have my doggy bottle openers with me. Oh, that's a good item. Okay. I'm going to have to put that in here somewhere, like a doggy <laughs> bottle opener. All right. So those are some of the things that you find with that roll. I sit and look proud of my accomplishments. Make sure you write down all the stuff you got, because I certainly will not write it down for you. I just did. Um, Snow, since he was looting the bodies, um, yes, did he go into any of the tents or anything? He did. He was said he was going around looting the bodies. You can go into houses though, if you would like copper. Oh, oh, okay. I mean Wilson. Oh yeah, I'll, uh, copper's gonna move. Um, he's gonna he's gonna wander into the, this little storage esque looking area. Okay. Uh, so you can roll your perception check. Uh, 17 snow. Okay. So with the 17, as you're searching around in the hut or this like really crappy tent, you find that there is a chest in the right corner of the room and it is unlocked and you open up the chest and you find 30 gold pieces and a lot of copper pieces. Why am I in pieces? (laughs) (laughs) Wilson, you're stupid. I mean that in the nice way. I was going to say, it's endearing, though. It was cute. <laughs> okay. Um, but if you want exact amount of copper pieces, it's 1,300. <laughs> I don't My know if you're going to be able to carry oh, that. Yeah. Wait, I want to look, look up how much that weighs. I don't think you can carry that. No. It would take how, up your whole bag. How big are these copper pieces? Well, um, coin weight. A standard coin weighs about a third of an ounce or a 50th of a pound. So, so if they're, they're 1,300 divided by 50, oh my gosh. it's 26 pounds of coins. That's a lot of coins. <laughs> Make a... What's the volume mallet. they take up? <laughs> I'm not looking up the volume of... How many carts do we need to even carry all these coins? That's a good question. Is, like, the chest filled? The chest is filled almost to the top. The, actually, and what's nice is the gold pieces were actually separated out into their own separate okay, bag. Okay, well, um, I'm going to... So you said it's in a chest? It is in a does chest. It ha- does it have a handle? The chest is a wooden crate. Oh. Um, well, it's a wooden... Yeah, it's, it's a wooden chest. Uh, it's meant to be stationary, but there are, like, two... Uh, or, like, on each side, there's, like, two slots where it looks like some kind of holding device is supposed to go to pick up the crate or the chest. This predicament. They're orcs. They can pick things up and put them down. How dare they? <laughs> okay. Um, How dare they have hands? I, I'm just going to pick up the 30 gold and put it in my pouch by setting my pouch down, grabbing the coins with my mouth, and then slowly feeding them into the bag. Okay. Well, how else am I going to pick up coins, Snow? I'm a dog. Uh, no, I, I'm just trying to think about how long that would take you and how many coins would fit into that little bag. Are you putting it in your actual satchel or just the gold pouch? What? No, my actual satchel. Oh, okay. Um, uh, volume. I don't know if your bag can hold that. Thirty. Oh no, the thirty gold. Oh, the thirty. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Wait. So you're gonna take the thirty gold out of the little pouch that it comes in? Oh, wait. There's a pouch. Yeah, I oh, said I it comes in go- a separate pouch. Oh, I put the gold pouch in my satchel. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's fine. And then crystal. You're in the. You're trying to do a ritual. Um, you're interrupting the bloodletting sacrifice. Quiet down over there. And you see, I'm just gonna slowly slink away. You see by her playmat that she's actually drawn a little pentagram on the table out of some red liquid. Oh, that blood. That is definitely blood. 
you are just being ignored by the elves right now. They don't even want to know what you're doing. <laughs> they're really, they're just like, <laughs> they're really just, you overhear them say, don't, just don't look at it. Don't look at it. All right. So uh, my character is currently drawing a summoning pentagram around the, uh, around the dead bodies using their blood as the marker, as like the substance in which I'm drawing with and using my head to draw. So I dip my face in their blood and then drag it across the ground. You just got a bath. I'm going to need another one. Oh my gosh. I'm a dirty girl. (laughs) (laughs) Do I? Does Stas hear this? (laughs) <laughs> and did you say that in dog, in game, or Both. out of game? Did you say Everywhere. it out loud <laughs> in I'm, common? I'm filthy and I'm proud. Please tell me you said... Actually, no, we already went with the rule that if you don't yeah, tell I me... Yeah, I said it in common. Oh, I need to roll a will save or two. I know, I need you as well. Okay, the elves hold out okay. <laughs> okay. But you do hear kind of like a loud, like chuckle not even a chuckle it's more like a pet from chelle this is my reaction and i will post that online when this episode airs (laughs) perfect all right so Stas, while she's running her bloody face on the ground yep in a circle around these bodies what are you doing i guess i'm gonna go around to some of the tents and see if i can find anything useful okay uh go ahead pick a tent you can go to any of them and you just have to roll a perception check when you go inside of those tents. Oh, by the way, the raccoon is sitting right by by Crystal. Yeah, making that sound as as she's chanting. All oh right, so Stas, what is your uh, role for perception? Twenty. So in this this tent, you manage to find uh, what looks like a potion of healing. You find two of them, and you also find two stones that are white in color. Uh, and they're, like, rather rugged on the edges, but they're very pretty. Okay, I'm going to take all of that if I can fit it. Okay, you can you can fit them. They're small stones. All right, Spark, so you're still going around the bodies, and you're seeing Crystal do this evil, weird dance around <laughs> these bodies. How does this make, your, how does this make his, uh, him feel? He doesn't know how to feel about this situation. <laughs> he, uh... Would much rather look, look, go hide in a tent and and find more stuff. Okay, so he wants to look around some more. Yes. All right, so um, you can do that. You can go to any of the tents you want. So you can roll your perception. Uh, fifteen. All right, so with the fifteen, you can uh, clearly see in the room that there are actually a lot of books that are kind of torn up and strewn about the room. Uh, this is actually the one of the bigger tents in the area, which is uh, where you can assume that the big orc lived. You also see that there are a lot of arrows in here, probably about 30 of them. And on top of the crates in a really awkward like position, you see a sheet of paper kind of poking out. Uh, you also see some other stones and gems that are kind of strewn about the room haphazardly. So what do you do with that? I take what I can carry. I believe your quiver can only hold a maximum of 20 okay, arrows. I take one arrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can take an arrow. Oh, uh, wait, you could take some for me because I used a few arrows. That's if you can carry them. He says he's good. taking as many as he can he carry. He can also come out and tell you about it. So you take the arrows. Uh, you take an arrow. There's a sheet of paper up top. There is 
the books that are kind of strewn about in the room. There's all those different types of stones. Out of all of that, like what what else are you picking up? Um, I'll take the stones and the paper. I'll come out and tell the others. I'll tell Crystal about the books. I think the books are up Crystal's alley. And then probably the, the, the <laughs> I'll let everybody do those arrows. Wait, it's it, it, Spark. You're 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 interrupting the demon summoning ritual. Okay, I'll get to the literature <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. There's books in there. Much appreciated. Reading books. Wait, wait. Did did you say something about gems? I I need I need rubies for my spells. Need ru- I, okay, I have I have gems. Do you want the gems? Sure. Okay, I, I give I give the gems to to copper. I don't have use for gems. Does anyone have a rock? I need to smash. <laughs> there are rocks all around the area. Uh, copper's gonna go pick up a rock in his mouth and attempt to smash these rubies into a, 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 a dust. Can I inspect the paper? You may inspect the paper, yes. What, what do I roll for that? Just perception or... What you see when you're looking at the paper would be uh, that in this circumstance, because you're looking at it, it's not really needing to roll anything just yet unless you want to. Uh, but otherwise, it could be an investigation check to kind of figure out what's going on with the paper. But for now, I'll tell you that it's all rolled up and it has like this red ribbon wrapped around it. Uh, and basically, you, you crack open the ribbon and... You unfurl the paper and you see that on on his face is a bunch of words that you can't really completely understand, but it looks like it has some kind of magical uh, aspect to it uh, based upon some of the language that you can pick up from uh, it. Can I take it to the elves and ha- see what they can see about this? You may do so. Okay, I'd do that. Okay, who are you bringing it to? Because um, there's uh, Leolan, Thalia, and Chele, and then Eifer, who's unconscious. Probably Thalia. She seems since she seems to be the leader. <laughs> Don't hey, worry hey, about it. Watch it. Don't step in the circle. Hello, little one. What what do you have there? I found this scroll, and I cannot read it. I thought you would know something about this. Okay, so uh, Thalia reaches down to take it from your mouth. And she opens it up and she looks at it for a moment. She says, ah, so you found a spell scroll. Very, very interesting. Mm, Not necessarily my area of expertise. And she hands it over to Chele and she says, Chele, would you mind taking a look at this and seeing if you can tell him what it does? Yes, I could do so. So he looks at the uh, scroll and he did not roll so well. (laughs) No. And he says... It looks like it has a range effect, but beyond that, I'm not really sure what it does. Uh, if I had more time, I could sit down and I could look at it longer and maybe, but we have to leave now. We we can't stay out here much longer. And he hands you back the scroll. Insignificant peons, worry not. <laughs> I will take care of this. But after I'm done, don't interrupt. Tony's very serious about these kind of things. In the background, you just hear this malicious chanting sound. And then there also seems to be some kind of like shaking of the earth. Everything seems to be moving, even though it's not moving, but it's just everything. The wind is picking up. (laughs) There's a smell of ash in the air. Would you like to complete your rituals? Blood drenched on my face, making these weird runic symbols. I'm dancing around the center on the pile of corpses where the pentagram has been drawn in the center. I'm chanting in... uh, Infernal, because I'm trying to summon Tony. You know, Italians are demons. No, I'm kidding. Um, 
but yes, no, I'm 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 chanting and uh, just just moving around whimsically as I I'm summoning this demon from the abyss, offering it this blood sacrifice. Okay, you know standard stuff. So, as she reaches the end of her ritual, she throws back her head and does like this little weird howl, and you just see this cloud of black smoke kind of just appear over top of the body pile. It, it's not coming from above. It's actually coming out from the pile of bodies. <laughs> and very slowly you see the the bodies kind of like pulsate and they lift for a moment and they go back down and they lift again. And the third time that the lift happens, they start to fall and roll off each other onto the ground below. And you see this figure kind of rising up from within the center of the pile. And he slowly claps. Well, Crystal, I must say, I'm rather impressed by your prowess. Oh, so this is your arcane sugar daddy. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Tony, how you doing? I'm doing swell, lads. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing. <laughs> what do you want? You, you call um, me here for what day? My daughter's wedding day is today, so... No, no, not this again. Why is this always a theme? <laughs> first with it, first with Sao, and now in this game too. Snow, did you get, did you get this from the the? the uh... I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Hi, Tony. Um, yes. So wonderful. Glad to have you here. Um, I hope you enjoy all the bloodletting and carnage that takes place. It was place. quite amazing. I was very impressed by it. Uh, it was kind of like shower down in hell. Rain um, falling from the sky. So uh, I, I was just I was just calling you up, figuring I'd give you a ring because we met some of your uh, I guess nephews, little Cthulhu babies. They were they were going about, um, and I was just wondering if you had any deets on them. My nephews. I don't know how they related to you. I figured as much. My nephews aren't as ugly as all that. Oh, they like my second but so you know the about them. Do you know what they're up to? Because they kind of kidnapped a bunch of people, and as fun as that sounds, um, I kind of need to murder the person they stole. Uh, roll a diplomacy. A roll was bad, but... Oh, I'm my... sorry, not diplomacy. It's persuasion in D&D. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. Uh, 14. Listen, Crystal, I like you, but I have, uh, you know, death, destruction of the world and all. If I give you too much information, it interferes with my plans. I can't really give that to you. What plans, Tony? I can assist. You've already done enough. Actually, no, I need more blood, but that's beside okay, the exactly. point. exactly. So just lead me to the people and I'll murder them. So just let me know where they're at. You know you want to? The people or the, well, the, the my Cthulhu. cousin twice removed? Yeah, yeah th- those things. But those are my family. Well, but, well yes. You know that family well, means fine, I won't me. kill them. I'll just brutally maim them and then kill the person they have. Sorry, not going to happen. But I will tell you, if... And he goes over and he walks over and as he steps on top of like one of the uh, heads of the orc, it kind of just like it explodes underneath of him. And every time he steps, like one of the bodies just explodes and like there's just a shower of blood behind him. Mm, that's good stuff. Mm, yeah. All right. So listen, how about this? I'll tell you where you can find your humans. There we go. Now we're talking. Tony. But you have to uh, take care of uh, the person who got them. Okay. Do that, we have a deal. If you fail me, there'll be a price to pay. I mean, that's kind of how mobs work, yeah. Exactly. 
gonna invite me out for spaghetti, and then you know, as when the meatballs getting served, you're gonna be no, we, do, we, do, we don't do spaghetti. We don't do spaghetti. It's more like a home cooking, like a pizza. It's better rigatoni. Rigatoni is also good because that's my name. I see what you're saying. All right, uh, so so yeah, where's this person at? So when you go to the town, or the yeah, the city, town, whatever that is, you human, the humans call it. I know you're not human, whatever. Y'all the same. Y'all gonna die someday. When you get to the town of Brienne, you're gonna see that there's a there's an island off the shore. Go there. You'll find your humans. Okay, so I just gotta go to the bread, and off the coast of the brioche. The bread? What are you talking about? The off bread? Off the coast of the brioche. There's gonna be a little spit of land. What are we talking about? Brioche, there's no such thing as brioche. There's not even a place that you can go to. Listen, everyone knows bread is the most important part of any meal. And while you're talking to, to Tony, the elves are just standing there like, What a fudge. <laughs> they just have this look of terror on their face. And they are quickly like backing away. Chele's kind of like pushing on the cart. And Thalia and Leolan are up front, like, pulling on it. And you kind of see them starting to, like, leave. Oh, wait, no, guys, don't run off. We're also headed there over there. Okay, they're gone. Well, right, man, well, thanks, sense. Why are you summoning me in front of all the plebeians? When you summon a demon in front of plebeians, they're going to freak out. Did you not learn this in school? I put you through demon school. What do you want from me? Hey, well, listen, listen. If they freak out, that causes more chaos, mass destruction in this area. Yeah, so I like what you're going with this. Okay. Yeah, that's why I erected a giant tower of dead bodies in the middle of the forest with a bunch of witnesses. I would say I'd be impressed, but I've seen bigger piles. Get bigger and we'll talk. All right, we'll do, Tony. All right, well, it was nice. Uh, anything else I should know before you go? Yeah. Don't call me tomorrow. I'll be at my daughter's wedding. All right. Fine. He walks back up the bodies and they just like kind of revert from exploding back into like their regular form. And then he just sinks back in and the bodies that rolled off roll back over top of it. Um, huh. I have so guys, I, I, I got a clue. I have questions. Yeah. Uh, I, I could provide with some answers. What was that? Okay. Why is his name Tony? Well, I don't know. Why is your name Spark? Gosh, we don't choose these things unless we legally get them changed. <laughs> Are there laws in hell? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of order. I'm pretty sure he's lawful evil. I mean, he does have weddings for his daughter. So <laughs> yeah, so there's got to be some, some type kind of, of structure. He, he likes the hierarchy of things. So, you know, I'm pretty sure there's laws. He's a, he's a company man. Okay. I always knew big business was corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are you guys going to do? Um, the morning stones are just a little south of you guys. Oh, uh, Snow, did I ever manage to uh, crush that ruby? You did manage to crush the rubies. Did oh, did any of you guys find any like arrows or anything like that? I would kind of like some. Oh yeah, I found some arrows in the big tent. Oh, um, uh, well, while we're talking about, it, oh my gosh, we went really far north. Um, but also while we're talking about <laughs> it, um, did, did you mention something about books? Yes, there's books also in the big tent. All right, well, let, let, uh, let's go investigate. Maybe we could just, like, go about... What, what time is it now? Doom and Gloom was summoned probably about at 3 a.m. Oh. Okay, how about we all go in the big tent and maybe, like, take a cat nap or, like, a dog... A dog nap. Oh, oh, oh. A yeah, dog rest. Well... A canine if you pillow. <laughs> well, you will need to take a uh, long rest at some point. That will regain your spell slots. And, um, I tire. 
health. Uh, Copper's just going to walk in the big tent and curl up in a ball on a corner somewhere and fall asleep. I'm going to stand outside the uh, inside the entrance and just make sure everything's clear. Okay. So for something like a long rest, you have to have at least six hours of actual sleep time and then you can be up for two hours. You can't do any manual labor. You can be keeping watch and whatnot if that's what you're planning on doing. Okay. So I can break it up into two bouts of three hours of sleep. No, it has to be it continuous. Be, yeah. Well, uh, if you, it was well, not necessarily. No, in in this case, if you. Well, that's only if you need to recover spell slots. I'm if sure. you are interrupted by a period of at least one hour of any strenuous activity or whatnot, then you don't get the benefits of a long rest. Uh, Does okay. he need them? Yes. Otherwise, you suffer from uh, levels of exhaustion and fatigue, which puts you at negatives or disadvantage. Oh, speaking of which, no. Do I find any coffee? Chihuahua needs coffee. Why do you think we have the shakes? You can... Well, are you looking around for it right now? Uh, caffeine? Yes. Any form of caffeine. I don't care if I have to inject it into my veins. There are... there. There's no caffeine at this camp. I faint. Okay, you... Immediately pass out on the ground. Okay, so where... Are you inside the tent or... Nope. Okay, you fall outside and you actually end up falling into the pile of orc bodies. You know what? That sounds warm and soft. As blood kind of seeps down and mm. runs into your fur. Okay. Spark, what are you doing? Uh, I'll I'll take a rest, too. Okay. So I'm going to assume that everyone's going to rest then. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Stas, while you are up, please roll your perception check. 22. While you are basically standing at the door, um, keeping an eye out for the first hour, uh, you hear this scream that rings out from within the camp. And it actually ends up, everyone, I want you to, everyone to roll a perception check besides Stas. <laughs> nope. I rolled a 19. Uh, I got a 16. Okay, so Copper, I, I, Spark. I failed. Copper and Spark, you wake up as you hear this scream. And there is the sound of someone running. Someone with heavier footsteps coming and running towards your tent. As this sound comes closer, Crystal, you are woken up as this foot kind of catches on top of you and falls over your form, face flat into the dirt next to you. I'm impressed that it tripped over the little chihuahua and not the mounds of dead orc bodies. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody expects the chihuahua. Yeah, nobody expects the chihuahua. Unexpected chihuahuas are everywhere. You trip on small dogs, not big dogs. Unexpectedly. It's true. Exactly. You always see the big ones coming. You are woken up by this. I forgot about the raccoon. Um, the raccoon has uh, run off, by the Aww. way, because no, his time his timer ran out. Oh, you're right. I'll have to bring back our friend. <laughs> okay. You. Who goes there? You say that, and <laughs> I will be our alarm. What the heck is that? <laughs> um. Well, I, I couldn't find a small orc child, so there's a small. That's a small orc child now. Ah, it looks like an an like an anorexic Dobby from Harry Potter. This a small orc child is actually running towards you, and he ended up tripping over top of you, Crystal. And he is he's screaming and he's crying. There's not really that much light coming from anywhere, but he doesn't know what he tripped over, and he actually like pulls out like this little. He he basically lifts up his hand and he casts light basically and a little light comes up around him 
And he sees the bodies. He sees the bodies <laughs> and a feral, blood-soaked chihuahua bearing its fangs. Yes, yes. I'm shaking in my paws. I wasn't sure what you were going to be shaking in, but are you shaken, not stirred? Your baby seal leather boots. I what? Can I Kinky. roll perception no. on this child? You may roll perception on the here. There he is now. Not that weird. So you guys all run out from within your tent and you see this child who's lighting up um, the area around him. He sees the bodies and he screams and he kind of like turns and he starts to run the opposite direction. Well, 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 that was I rolled a four on my perception on the the old child. Okay, bye. So as far as I know, I saw a ghost. Okay, bye then. Have fun in the woods. Don't get lost. Whatever that was. The familiar sight of these horrific creatures. Oh, uh, no. Oh. Uh, Inside of Cthulhu, yeah. baby thing. Appears at the edge of your memory, and there they the are. Scent. That Hello, familiar Inside scent. Hello, baby Cthulhu things. How are you doing? I He's raise high. my haunches. Oh, oh boy. If they're chasing the child, the child might know where our friends are. We should probably kill the Inside Out Baby Cthulhu things first. As you guys are talking, the child is not looking and he runs into one of them. This tentacle comes out from one of these creatures and it latches on to the child's face. (laughs) 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 They're face suckers. But you hear these muffled screams come from as he grabs on around like the tentacle and he's struggling to pull it off and he's thrashing about very violently and then he stops and it releases him and his body just kind of falls and slumps down to the ground. Oh, no. Oh, they're dementors. Uh, I, I, oh, I hope. And then you just see that it pulls back its tentacle and it wraps it towards itself and it opens up that beak that it has, which you assume to be its mouth. And it starts to put something in. If you guys want to make perception checks, you can. Is it, it the child's mortal soul? I rolled a 17 for perception. Uh, I got a 19. I, I crit snow. Nice. What, what would he put in? And Spark, what did you roll? He's telling me it's not a, his mortal soul. Wait, what am I rolling now? Yes. Perception. You're going to roll your perception. I rolled a 16. You see this blue, all of you see this blue light that's peeking out from within the tentacle's grasp. And it has like a little bit of a flamey kind of appearance. It was its mortal soul. And it kind of just puts that blue flame inside of its mouth and it swallows it oh my gosh if i if these things are collecting souls and i kill all of these things then i have all the souls and tony would get the best payday ever <laughs> as long as we get to kill these things that's fine hey i'll just bark at them can i can i do that can i bark at them let me let me just kill this child really quick wow on screen <laughs> odd dead. out of context <laughs> yep, nope that's definitely getting posted on twitter let me just kill this child oh my gosh there are a lot of these things did anyone else look at their map recently yes 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 i just don't really react that much <laughs> uh, guys i don't mean to alarm you but there are six of them and four of us but we have weapons and they don't so. and they just ripped a child's soul out of its body I don't Fair. think they need weapons. <laughs> and as you're talking, the creatures begin to fade in and out of your view. And some of them kind of like when they fade out and then they reappear, they're actually around, like surrounding you. I don't like this. Uh, I don't like that either. Um, 
Please roll for initiative. Oh, no. 12. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, we're not going to talk about it. Wilson, what did you get? Oh, well, do, what, do, uh, okay. Uh, I got a 17 for my initiative. I rolled a 16. Okay. And Crystal, what was your roll? Not going to talk about it. Crit fail? No. I got a total of three. So you rolled a two? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wilson, it is your turn first. Okay. Uh, we're outnumbered. So, Copper's gonna go... What was that terrible sound in my ears? <laughs> Could you, like, not make that sound in my ears, Wilson? Like, oh, why do you um... have to walk over to me and do that? <laughs> well, it, it's so you understand that I'm summoning the raccoons. The raccoons! Could you just say that out loud, Wilson? Oh, I thought this was more fun. Okay, so, yeah, no, uh, I've got... what was. Caught. Wait, hold on. You think you could just summon raccoons? Oh, well, no, technically you tell me what I summon. But We're just I do get to summon raccoons. 1d3 of them. Yeah, I'm just hoping because they worked out really well last time. How many times a day can you use that? Uh, Once per short rest. I'm going to be summoning three of whatever you decide. Okay. Pick a number between one and four. Four. Okay. You hear this cree sound. A what? A cree sound. <laughs> no, no, not I, a No. Not a No, you hear a Are, are they... Hawks? Someone a bunch of sparrows? It's actually more like an owl. <laughs> no, not a all owls make owl. that sound. Some of them screech. It's a screeching owl. Okay, so now we know. Screeching owl. Yeah, so you summon how many owls? Uh, Three owls. Oh, look at that. I can just taste <laughs> them. <laughs> no, those owls really do they look do. like chickens. Chicken owls. <laughs> Zoom in on your map. It'll be fine. Crystal, are you actually surrounded by the pile of bodies or are you on the outside? Of course I am. You think I'm not going so to be getting a, a defensive fort? boat? I made a body <laughs> fort. Some people make body pillow forts. I just remove the pillows. Wait, does this mean I get a defensive bonus? Do I have partial cover from bodies? You, Well, if you did have partial cover from bodies being in the center, you'd be buried underneath all the bodies and you would not be able to move. It would, wouldn't it be just uh, rough You terrain? said you were on the edge of them. Yeah, I was yeah. sleeping on top of them. Okay, so you're just on top. So it's just considered rough to terrain. So you're at disadvantage. To move, yeah. Burn. Boom, roasted. Boom. So, Wilson, it is your turn. Uh, and you summoned the birds. You have yeah. a move action left. Unless that took your full... Or was that a bonus action? Um, It doesn't say. Let me check it up. Hang on. I know I took notes. I also looked at all of your character sheets while I was in the bathroom. How did you get our character sheets if you were in the bathroom? Wilson... We're not going to talk about the fact that I might have paid Clyde when he delivered the burritos. Why did you pay for those? Not the burritos. I paid for him to slip me some paper um, with your stuff on it. He was like in the background taking pictures. What, what was he taking pictures of? <laughs> mm. uh, well, when we go and check out the uh, guild website, you might see some more meme photos for our meme guild. Yeah, so just like my face in general? Yes, and the whole thing just says that's original. Uh, for Spark, since you technically you would have taken a short rest, uh, you were able to figure out that the scroll that you had was a zone of uh, truth scroll. Truth scroll. A zone, zone of, of truth, truth scroll. Yep. So uh, during a short rest, you can use that opportunity to identify magic objects that you have or basically scrolls, whatever. So I'm just going to say you took that as your opportunity. It, um, it, it doesn't yeah. say the length of the action. Okay, then it's a regular action. So you have a move action left. Let me double check my uh one spell. See if I can cast it. 
You can only cast a bonus action. What if it's a bonus action? Yeah. So saying you can only cast a bonus action. So you get a move action, a regular action, and if your ability calls for it, a bonus action. Like Spark, you have a bonus action as well. Wait, I do. Just make sure you sneak attack. Yes, you do. Oh, wait, no. uh, uh, Shalaha is a bonus action spell, which turns my uh, wooden stick into a lethal weapon. Okay, so you are going to shalaha your weapon. Shalaha! Okay, do you scream that every time? Is it verbal? Shalaha! Oh, it does actually require verbal components, so yes, I do. <laughs> so every time you you transform this stick shalaha! into a weapon, you, is that how you, he screams it? Yes, that is how he would do it. <laughs> really? Uh, shalaha! That's better. I expected some more role play there. Okay, I'm working so are it, okay? you going to take a move action or no? No, I'm good. Okay. Now it is going to be Spark's turn. Um, I move to right here. Okay. And... <laughs> if you double click it, it'll actually just I minimize know, I it. I don't know why I keep pressing the X because I know it does that and I just keep pressing the X anyway. Uh, and I do incessant barking. Okay, so you incessantly bark at them. Now tell, tell us what incessant barking does. Uh, I may affect all creatures within a 15 feet cube. The largest, the target must take a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. It takes 2d8 damage and must immediately use its reaction if available to move as far away as its speed allows away from you. The creature. So you're trying to fear affect um, it or I don't know if it's fear. It just makes it move away. I think. It doesn't move into danger noise ground. is so obnoxious. Uh, on a successful t- save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. Uh, so um, you start to bark. And as you do, the one that is kind of diagonal from you uh, starts to move away uh, and moves pretty pretty much like far enough away from you because it starts to like take its tentacles and it covers its ears and it, like shakes. Uh, but the other two just kind of look at you. They just take the tentacles and they cover their ears and they just look and glare at you uh and that that's about all that does so that was your move and your regular action hey you gonna roll damage two d8s daniel it is your turn it's Stas's turn so i'm going to try lobbing an arrow at the thing creature or whatever that's close to copper uh all right so you're gonna try and hit the one that is diagonal from you all right, so that that's about thirty feet away. So you can you can roll and roll to hit, please. Twenty-two total. Okay, so you do hit. Please roll your damage. Five. And then it is going to be their turn. The owls are skipped on this round because they were just summoned. I'm just going to roll this all collectively, and I will tell you, uh, Copper, both of those two creatures that are next to you, they move up uh, within range of you, and they are both going to try and hit you. The first one is going to hit with a uh, 15. And the second one does miss. So one actually takes its tentacle and it swipes at you. And it basically does like a slap on your face. And you take four damage. Oh. Well, you know, at least if I was slapped, I'm remaining with my dignity. <laughs> oh, I meant I meant stars, not <laughs> copper. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. 
I, I literally looked at Star. I mean, not Stars. It's Spark. Oh my God! Why did you all pick the S's and C's? C C S S. Oh no! Oh my gosh! The S S C C. We're a boat. Guys, why did you pick all S's and C's? It's messing me up so bad. Okay, it's actually they're hitting Spark. Spark, you take four damage. I'm going to put this Owie. directly in front of my face so I know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you take four damage. I'm so Ouch. sorry. <laughs> Somebody okay. help. I'm going to die. All right. And Copper, the ones that are next to you, uh, one of the ones that is on your right diagonal is going to come after you. Stas, that one that you hit with the arrow is coming and it's going to try and hit you. Uh, Copper, I'm going to roll for you to get hit first. Oh, no. Uh, it misses and actually... It crit failed, so I will allow you to take a attack of opportunity on that I if you want. I whack it with my stick. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm assuming a 20 hits. A 20 does hit. Please roll All your damage. Right. Seven. Ooh, nice damage. Okay, and Stas, the one that is taking its tentacle to basically swipe at you, it goes and reaches out similar to how it did to the uh, other one did to the child. But as it does, you kind of back away and it misses and it pulls back and it kind of lets out this screeching sound as you back up and it's very angry, but it missed. And then the last one, uh, Crystal, is going to start making its way up towards you. <laughs> it has to climb a mound of my corpses. Yeah, so it um, that basically takes its round up there. Sucker. You <laughs> thought he could get to me. Okay, and then blasted in the next we week. are back to... Copper's turn. Incorrect. Oh, it's Crystal's you turn. You skipped me. Uh -oh. oh, yeah, because I didn't He's want gonna you to get go blasted in the next week. Okay, go ahead and blast. Uh, let me double check that, make sure that's what I want to do. I wish I had fireball. What what warlock is complete without fireball? That's what I want to know. But instead I am. I'm gonna Eldritch Spark. Okay. Nine damage. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So you bark and this what was it, bolt of lightning? Yes. This bolt of lightning kind of shoots out of your mouth and it smacks it right in the face. Then it, it growls and it starts. It makes this loud screeching sound towards you. I'm not going to do it into the mics because I think that would kill us all. All right, now. All right, Wilson, it is your turn. Uh, okay. Wait, I looked at my spell list. I got to. I got to double check something. Okay. All right. Cool. Can I take like a slight five foot step? You can take a five-foot step back. Great. Take a five-foot step back, nice and careful, and then I am going to smite this thing. You're going to smite it? N kind of. I am going to call down a moonbeam. What kind of damage does that do? Does it, like, have a specific element? Um, it does. Element? It does radiant damage. Okay, so it does radiant damage. Yeah. Okay. So I, uh, I'm i going to rear back on my hind legs, and I'm going to at the moon. And a giant beam's gonna shoot down at. What him. is this spell called? Moonbeam. Literally moonbeam. It's literally okay. called moonbeam. <laughs> okay, uh, so a you... silvery pale beam of light shine down shines down in a five foot radius, forty foot tall cylinder. Five foot radius. You fly back away. Wait, Smart. does it do damage to you as well? Uh, when any creature enters the spell's area, it must make a Constitution saving throw. Edgewise, it takes two d ten of radiant. What damage. is the DC? Um, it would be 15. All right. So you howl and this beam of light from the sky just kind of falls down onto the earth in like this very gentle cycle. 
And then as it comes down, it, hit, it it moves faster and faster, and then it just crashes on top of this creature, and it explodes into nothing. And lets out a loud screeching sound uh, as it does. Guys, guys, they don't like radiance. I didn't even roll damage. Oh, wait. It's the dead in game. Dang it. Uh, guys, they, radiance hurts them a lot. Uh, they're, they're like evil or something. It would have died anyway. You did a lot of damage to it. <laughs> oh, did you roll for it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So now it is going to be uh, Spark. It is your turn. Um, I take out my dagger. Okay, so uh, drawing a weapon is going to take an action unless you take it as uh, with fast hands, which allows you to take your bonus action. Is that what you're going to do? Uh, yes. Uh, apply sleight of hand, disarm, a trap, or use an object. Eh, screw it. I'll let you do it that way. <laughs> I'm wrong anyway. Okay, so you draw your weapon. And you were doing what I with it? I attack the weird monster next to me. Okay, so go ahead and roll to hit the one that is on your left. I roll a 24. Ooh, sweet. Okay, so that definitely hits. Please roll your damage. So that should be eight? Question mark? You take your dagger and you basically ram it into this thing's beak and it kind of just pierces straight through and it kind of makes this gurgling sound as it falls to the uh, ground and stops like hovering and it falls on top of your dagger and it's just kind of sitting there and it's very heavy. Um, so you're kind of pinned with this thing on your dagger until the next <laughs> round. I'm stuck. <laughs> okay. And now it is going to be Daniel. It is Stas's turn. Please roll the die or use the secret passage. I've been playing Clue. <laughs> <laughs> what are you hitting him with? Uh, my spear. All right. Which is 1d6 of damage. I looked up beforehand. What is your to hit? 16. Okay, it hits. Please roll your damage. The difference between knowing which ro- die to roll and finding which die to roll is... Uh, I do three damage. Okay, so you do three damage. All right. So you take your spear and you kind of jab it into it and you pull it back and you get like this like goopy substance that kind of comes back that's green and it kind of runs down the side of your spear and you can kind of feel it starting to like burn at your teeth and in your mouth. But it, it's kind of still it hovers there and it makes that, this loud screeching sound and it looks very angry. And that is your turn unless you're going to move. I mean, he's kind of trapped between a squid monster in a tent, so... I mean, he could always... Yeah, but... He could always run back into the tent. And provoke an attack of opportunity. Unless he did a five-foot step. I don't know if five-foot steps are a thing in D&D. Then why'd you just let Wilson take one? Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm still learning the rules myself, and I'm confusing the systems. They're very similar. Is yeah, someone gonna take their turn? Are you done, Daniel? Yeah. Okay, I just need I'm, you to confirm. I'm sorry. I was waiting for you. Okay, and now it is going to be the creature's turns. So, Daniel, the one that is in front of you that you just stabbed, and it has, like, this goop running out from the mm-hmm. side of it, is it's going to basically take that and try and splash it on you. Rude. Uh, and it misses. <laughs> this poor creature is just having the worst day. It basically, it turns to splash it, but as it does, it actually turns and it splashes it on the owl that is flying um, oh, no. nearby. And that owl is going to take several points of damage. <laughs> and then we are going to move on to Stas. You're going to, not Stas, 
uh, Spark, the one that is next to you is going to try and slap you, but it um it kind of wraps itself around you and it's going to try it's going to grapple you. Um, so it can't grapple or hit anything else, but it's holding on to you. So you're pinned and you're grappled right now. I don't like this. Yeah, it doesn't like you either. Okay, Crystal, yeah. you are about to be be slapped. What? You are about to be slapped. Okay. Thankfully, you have a low AC and I can actually hit you. That, that's not a good thing. Well, I'm it's a good thankful. thing for me. It's fun for me, you know, watching you all struggle. <laughs> that sounds sadistic. Okay. Well, I'm uh, having a heck of a time over here with Missy Miss Mi- <laughs> Missy <laughs> McGee over here. Okay, Crystal. Yeah. You take seven damage. Ah, oh, that's child's play. Please roll deck saving throw. Uh, okay, it's not the worst one. <laughs> what is the worst one? Uh, strength. I'm a Chihuahua. What do you expect from me? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So it it goes to slap you and it tries to wrap this tentacle around your body and like pick you up, but you jump back just in time outside of its reach. And now, the elves begin their uh, assault. Ha, 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 fly, my pretties. You're not the Wicked West <laughs> of the West. Wilson, calm down. I'm the Wicked Wilson of the woods. <laughs> okay. I'm a little more disturbed by I that, Wilson. Return to Oz the I other pref- day, and this is a very disturbing movie. Isn't it, though? Yeah. The owl that is near you, Stas, um, after getting splashed with the acid, uh, comes down with its claws, and it digs it into the skull or, like, the head of this creature, and it crushes down, and you just kind of see, like, Unfortunately, the bird is taking damage from this, but you just see like the steam coming from its head and it just like clamps down and then it lets go and it falls down to the ground. Is it dead? It writhes a little bit and then it stops moving. Yeah, it's dead. Okay. Uh, This owl that is over to the right is going to fly towards you and that is about all it can do. <laughs> uh, actually, no, it can still it can still hit because that that's not that far. Yeah. It kind of, basically it flies and it comes like beaming like right towards this creature and it just kind of like flies overhead and it has to turn around and it, it overshot it overshot its trajectory. Uh, you could at least poop on it. So I was thinking instead okay, it, it, does let it, it has its claws out, but then it kind of I don't know flips upside down and just kind of smacks into it and kind of bounces over. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, see what happened is. As Crystal said, a little poop came out and it kind of flies out, but unfortunately hits the wrong target. It hits Spark instead. Oh my what, 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 what is, god! What is it called when those when, when the the pellet a pellet just came out? It's under. It's a digested pellet. You're getting pellet. You're getting, You're getting pelleted. pelleted. <laughs> okay, and then the last owl is going to uh one two three four. Very far away. Uh, it can go up to it can go up to the one that's by you, Crystal, and it's okay. going to try. Yeah, it can make that one. Oh wow! Yeah, it has a sixty foot fly. Oh well, excuse. Well, excuse me. me. Okay, it hits, and again, this owl comes barreling towards it from the sky. You can't even hear it, but all you just see is like this thing go right by you, and it kind of picks it up, and you just see the body kind of fall and flop onto the ground. That is a very strong owl, ladies and gentlemen. But the creature in front of you rises back up and lets out that screeching sound again. Please roll a bull save, Crystal. But I'm I'm too good for this. You you think I'll fail? No. I just like seeing you struggle. <laughs> 17. Mm. Okay, that was a decent will save. Yeah, that's great it was. Dang it. 
Okay. You don't get to see me struggle. <laughs> All right, Crystal, it is now your turn. Um, I should have put you up against more of these. Probably a good idea. I'm going to bite its ankles off. Okay, next time I promise I'll give you 20 of them. I'll make you fight 20 of them. That way your horde breaker thing can work, Daniel. I forgot I had that, I'm going to be honest. Not like it would have really been useful in this case. Okay, bite its ankles. But it doesn't have ankles, but bite it. I bite its wispy tail floaty bit. Tentacles, yes. Yeah, that thing. The Cthulhu babies. The Cthulhu babies. I bite its beak off. 15. Not aiming for its beak, I want to specify that. I was about to say, you draw a disadvantage to, to go for its beak. So you do hit with 15. Please roll your damage. Uh, I didn't mean to take that. Don't dogs get bonuses to biting things? I believe they do. Uh, medium dogs do. Oh, well, don't I just suck. Four damage. Ooh. I'm don't a worry. What do you want from so me? So basically, you, you jump up and you latch onto it. And as you do, you kind of rip down and you rip off three of its tentacles. And you're kind of shaking it violently like Gidget. Good sound effect. Wilson, we're back up to you. All right. Um, There's I'm gonna... one left. There is? There's yep. two. You're bad at math. Wait, where? What? There's the one north. Oh my gosh, that one ran away. It hasn't come back yet. <laughs> yeah, but it's still up there. It yeah. was smart. It was like, nope, I see where this is going. I want to live. <laughs> you thought you got away. And I make the moonbeam go at it. Because I can move the moonbeam. How far? 60 feet. And it's exactly 60 feet Have away. Have you been counting that? I've been counting this uh, whole time. The only problem with that is the fact that um I just didn't move it off map. But I'm pretty sure it moved further away than this. Focus, man. You gotta accurately represent their distance so people can plan. Wilson, I'm not good at map making. Maybe you can help me later. Okay, but can we say it's 60 feet away? Sure, I'll let you say it's 60 yes. feet away. I was gonna let one live and then come and get revenge on you later, but sure. I scorch it with the power of the moon. The power Ooh. of God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Wilson. Yeah? Come on, if you're a beagle, you gotta really get the howl right. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's still kind of meh, but we'll take it. We'll take it. How could you expect humans to howl? Fine. I'll trap myself in the bathroom this week and do nothing except practice my howl. <laughs> All you hear as you walk by is howling. What's going on in there? All right. Yes, you uh, blast this thing and it shatters into a bajillion pieces. You didn't bother rolling damage again? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm not rolling that damage. It's only 2d10s. Okay, you want me to roll it? Of radiant damage. Sure. No, if you don't want to, I'll, I'll kill it. It's fine. No, it died. I rolled high enough. It exploded. <laughs> These things really don't like moonbeams, guys. <laughs> or really anything. They're kind of weak. All right. We'll throw 20, out of, 20 of them. This one didn't like my dagger. So now, Spark, it is your turn. You are pinned and grappled. Please roll, a <laughs> Please roll your dex save At and a strength. disadvantage if you're grappled and pinned. Weird. Yeah. No, it's actually strength. Not... Well, it would be dex. What? No, it would be... Um... Is he attempting to dodge of hands to get out of... <laughs> <laughs> you can't slide of... Is there your... an escape artist? Slide of paw. <laughs> slide. Slide Can of I paw. stealth my way out of this grapple? <laughs> Unfortunately, I think it's an acrobatics cannot. check to get out of grapple. No, I think actually. it's a strength check for grapple. Can I intimidate my way out of... <laughs> Um, They're all all the other ones are dead. No, you may not. So you may roll your strength Uh, at disadvantage. uh, Just don't die. 
I can't believe you left him, Wilson, to be pinned and grappled. Well, if I moved the moonbeam over to him, it would damage him with 2d10s of radiant damage. Are you sure? Because he could have been protected by the bodies. (laughs) I didn't want to take the risk. Clark Kent, Spark is still trapped. (laughs) I just bark. I'm barking. Wait, do I? Yeah, I got nothing. (laughs) I got nothing. So, Spark, you're trapped underneath of these creatures. So now, after Clerk Kent's turn, it is Daniel's turn. Staz. Well, I'm going to go try and help Spark. Uh, You would have to make a run action to get all the way over there. I'm going to make a run action. So you run up, but that is your full turn. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yee. You're like, I made it. Finally, six seconds and I ran over here. Okay. It is now the creature's turn. A spark is going to need to make a wisdom saving throw. So let me just make sure I have this written down right. I don't want to kill you on accident. (laughs) I thought that was your goal, actually. I'm not a cruel mistress of evil. I am just a mistress of evil. An efficient mistress of evil. Exactly. Exactly. You pass. You're okay. Uh, You did feel this tingling sensation in your mind uh, as if something was trying to force you to see something. Things that made you, like the hackles in the back of your neck stand up. It just made you feel completely uncomfortable. But you withheld and you were still pinned and grappled, but it is now Crystal's turn. Uh, I skipped the owls, but that's okay. Whoa, they whoa, pooped. whoa. You just skipped my owls? <laughs> Wilson, I will bring the owl back in. The owl's going to come. I've got two owls down. in the general vicinity. They, they, I, honestly, they could like poop on them to death. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I will roll. The owl hits. Dang it. The owl kill. The owl killed. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Why is this how this works? Let me give you guys some glory. Stop taking it all, Wilson, for your owls and Listen, raccoons. All I'm saying is I successfully killed four things this combat. I feel like, Wilson, you're trying to like make up for something. Okay. Spellcasters are kind of interesting. I'm just saying. So, guys, combat is now over. And you're surrounded by even more bodies. Oh, my Crystals, gosh. do you want to do another... <laughs> Blood acid letting ceremony? I mean, technically it's tomorrow and Tony told me not to call him because it's his daughter's wedding. So I'm going to respect the boundaries there. You just feel this um, very strange. It shouldn't be pleasant, but this pleasant evil aura kind of like light up around you. (laughs) That's the good good. Oh my god, okay. I'm going to just assume you smoke some great weed and leave it at that. <laughs> it really wrestles my jimmies. All right, so I'm assuming okay. you guys are going to rest for the night and try yes. and recover. You can all recover your health and sleep. Yay. And the rest of the night goes peacefully. And the next morning comes. It's a little bit cloudier, but you wake up and you, you get your six hours, but it's a little bit later in the day than you were probably hoping to wake up. Now... What and where? Or what are you doing and where are you going? We need to go to those stones. Spike, didn't you say something about books? Oh, yeah, there's books. You you want to read the books? Oh, oh, and you said you had a scrolly thing. Yes, I have a scroll. I I found out what it does. Let me, let me, let me, what it do? What do? Let me find it. Let me pull it out here. Did I ever get the arrows? Yes, you got the arrows. Okay. It is a zone of truth scroll. 
Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's good for me because I know <laughs> nothing about magic. All right. Okay, let me uh, walk into this tent with all the books and literature. All the books are torn up and they have been scribbled on as if by a child. <laughs> 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 all right, what do I expect from Marks? Let's be honest. I mean, Grog would do the same thing. <laughs> Is there anything salvageable or useful in here? Please roll your investigation. Investigation. That's a number which I've never rolled before. Uh, what, what, what is 18 it? total. You are scavenging around the room and you're looking at each of these books uh, with drawings and um, scribblings on them. And as you look at them, you start to notice that they all seem to have something in common. At least the drawings do. And it looks like the drawings have almost the same creature drawn on them. Like it's the same creature that is etched into it. Is it a Cthulhu baby? It looks like a little baby of the Cthulhu thing that you keep talking about. My gosh. Okay. You also see that there are seven, or not seven, but there are several different books that have words that are written into them that were not originally on the books. And it doesn't look like it's in common. It looks like it's like an orc tongue uh, that there are words written there. Uh, let me go check my spell list. Yeah, I have nothing that'll help me here. Um, well, if that child didn't die, we could have asked him. Why are you assuming it was him? What? No, I was saying if the child... Okay, well, we slaughtered everyone else. The only one we didn't kill here was the child. If the child didn't die, which I wasn't planning on killing, we could have asked him what it said, but we can't now. So, uh, I'm going to take them with me. The, just the specific okay. words. All right, so you're going to take the pages with the words on them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, books do have words on them. So. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so you take those pages. What are you guys doing? Where are you going now? It is daylight. Um, there is some food around the area that I, you guys eat and you fill your stomachs. But now we need to know where you're going. Um, guys. Guys, guys. That morning yes. stones. Well, we can go to the morning stones. But the reason we wanted to go to the morning stones is because we needed stuff. But now we have stuff. We've got a lot. We could, we got we got money and gems which we could sell in Brienne. You said it right. I'm proud of you. And didn't Crystal Sugar Daddy want us to go there anyway? Uh, that is where our masters are being kept. Well, I guess it's pretty obvious. We're just gonna go to Brienne then. To Brioche. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we were two for three. Two for three, and it all died when Crystal opened her mouth. <laughs> Many things do. That's why I spit hot lightning. Dark clouds start to form overhead as you come out from the forest. It almost feels like the sky is really about to split open. Um, There's like this dark I pee on a rock. Who can tell me the weather? What? (laughs) What? I've been waiting to see that for so long. Wilson, we need to really have a talk about like you and your body fluids that are going everywhere. Okay, listen. So... There's something called druid craft, but it requires, uh, let me double check. It requires me to do things. So I'm marking this rock and the rock will tell me the weather. Or people could make a survival check and see if they could figure nah. out what's going on. Wilson, you're all about survival. I'll make a survival check, even though I'm pretty sure my survival is pretty terrible. Oh, no, actually, I have points in survival. I think I have points in survival. 18 total. Okay, so nope, 18 total for survival. you, for Stas. <laughs> I, I was wrong. I have nothing. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. 
It even says, it even says, so it requires vocal and somatic components. <laughs> My somatic component is peeing. <laughs> and it says, you can create one of the following things. One is I could create a tiny glowing yellow oh orb God. that predicts the weather for the next 24 hours. <laughs> so I pee and it forms into a sphere that can tell me the weather. Okay, so Daniel, you definitely get that there, there's rain coming. And also, as you guys are walking, it begins to precipitate a little bit. And this slight drizzle begins to hit you in the snout. What does my pee ball tell me? And your pee ball pops up and you hear this little ding ringing sound. I am your people. <laughs> I always knew they could talk. I am your weather prediction service. Hi, how can I help you? What's the weather? Okay, so today is going to be... Sound like a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> a slight chance of rain with a slight chance of rain in the morning and a high chance of thunderstorms this evening. Thank you. Any <laughs> chance of murder? There's always a chance of murder. Especially when Crystal's <laughs> around. yeah. <laughs> I give, okay. I give. This is by me and Spike, your friends. <laughs> I, I, I give Crystal a high five. A high paw. Bang, high paw. A high paw. High paw. Yeah, a high paw. paw. Oh my gosh. Might not be so high because Crystal's okay. a chihuahua, but. Okay, so you guys continue to, you make your way out from the forest and it is slightly drizzling and it's like hitting you guys in like your snouts. And it does start to get a little bit heavier the longer you go on. In the further into the afternoon, the rain starts to come down harder, making things more difficult um, to see. Guys, and the ground starts to get really guys, wet um, and smutty. And Crystal, you are being cleaned of your blood, at least. Yay. I was going to say that. Oh, at least right Crystal's about to this might be a bad time. This might be a bad time to tell you, but I'm scared of thunderstorms. <laughs> yes, now it's bad time to tell us. <laughs> a very bad Could time. Could find somewhere to stay for the night? <laughs> It doesn't take long for the clouds to unleash their fury upon you as the rain comes down a torrential downpour and the wind kicks up. You are buffeted by the rain, only being able to see just about 10 feet in front of you. The roads are being, are becoming slick with mud and you notice that the terrain that you're walking through starts to become a little bit hillier. Every step squelches down and your feet become caked in mud and they feel very heavy, especially for Crystal. Mostly because, you know, the mud's probably eating me like quicksand. <laughs> You're actually like sinking into it every step. I'm like, like six inches tall and there's probably two inches of mud. But yeah, please roll. Uh, everyone's going to roll deck saving throws really quick. I rolled a 13. 14. Okay. So Stas, you're okay. You're able to keep yourself uh, upright as your foot kind of like slides a little bit on the mud, but you keep walking. Same with you, Spark. You're, you managed to avoid rolling down one of the hills. Crystal? Oh, uh, no. The, and Wilson? The, yeah. Uh, I got a... There's mud in my ears, and it's kind of getting caught, and I'm stumbling on them, and I don't like thunderstorms. Okay. So you can roll at disadvantage for your decks, I guess? No, I already did. What was it? Three. Crystal, what was yours? Ha-ha! <laughs> Seventeen. Okay, Crystal, you use uh, copper as a... I mean, uh, his found, ears, board, yeah, his jump ears are on the ground are like a really good walking path. So you basically use him and you, you jump on top of him. And as you do, you kind of end up pushing him down. He loses his balance and you jump off of him onto Spark's back. Perfect form. Perfect form. And all this mud just kind of like drops from your arms, goes on the ground below. But Copper ends up taking a nice tumble down the hill. And now he is covered in mud 
and it's definitely in your ears and you're going to have negatives uh, or disadvantage at perception checks uh, for hearing things until you get cleaned up. Uh, we're going to have to clean that out. I don't want my dog to get an ear infection. Yeah, that, that does happen. You got to be careful. I mean, you could shake. <laughs> Doesn't do much. You good, copper? <laughs> no, mudded my ears. <laughs> Boy. Mm. Okay, so uh, as you guys are continuing on, uh, you help Copper back up onto the main road, but up ahead in like the darkness, you see this orangish light flickering from within this overhang. Safe, safe. And thunder rolls across the sky and you can feel the earth rumble with it. Copper's running to the underhang because he does not like thunderstorms. Are you all going into the cave or overhang? Cautiously. Okay. I'm just booking it. I follow okay. button. Just, I'm with stars. I am crouching, pretending to be a mud ball on Spike's back. <laughs> okay. So you all enter the cave as a lightning bolt kind of just strikes the earth right behind you. <laughs> I wish I could cast that. Will you be able to at some point? And uh, eventually. I, f- I feel like Copper should roll a will save, which would be a wisdom saving throw. Uh, okay. That's fair. Oh, where's that? Would that be charisma saving? It's weird. Um, 11. Okay. I think it's a charisma, so, but fine. Uh, you do. You, you, you jump from that. Oh. Copper kind of slinks away into a corner of the cave and starts whimpering. Okay. So as you guys enter the cave and you make like this sound, you hear a, a bark kind of echo back towards you guys and you smell smoke and you also hear the sound of some music being played and someone is singing. You know what smoke means? Smoke means fire. Do you know why people light fires? To cook me dinner. Onward, why is it always you? What? Because I, I hunger. I think pretty much everyone hungers at some point. But I'm doing it right now. I think we all are. Touche. Or should I say tushy? <laughs> Onward, Spark. Let's go. We got to find Grub. Onwards. Okay. Spark moves on with Crystal on his back. And Stas follows behind very cautiously, keeping an eye out for everything. Uh, Copper would probably book it as far away from the thunderstorm and as deep into the cave as recklessly as possible. Okay, so you go running into the cave. And as you do, you get Copper gets into the room first. Stas and Spark and Crystal, you just hear this. Oh, oh. But hello there. How are you? Oh, what is going on out here? Oh, hello. And the music just abruptly stops. And you just hear like the... um breaking of almost like guitar strings like ding, sound and is crashing this pers- is this person sitting down or uh, this person was sitting down until you came barreling in and uh, crashed into her body and now there is a uh, loot that is on the ground that might be slightly broken and there is a, another larger dog who is standing there and he is barking and he's saying halt 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 storm 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 um, so he continues to bark. Halt, 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 halt. I bark. Storm, 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 storm. All right. So this goes, you guys, uh, as you're coming through the cave, you just hear this back and forth of storm, halt, storm, halt, storm, halt. And just this human voice going, what? It's okay. It's okay, Baxter. It's okay. I don't understand why there's a tear for Baxter. Because that's the name of my <laughs> real life basset hound that passed away that Copper was based off of. Wait, wait, in real life, Quentin? Yes. I didn't know you had a basset Neither hound. did I. My grandparents do. 
Also, I forgot to breathe there for like a solid 10 seconds. I'm not going to lie. You guys make it back there and you see this commotion of um, Copper kind of sitting in this woman's arms and she's holding him up while uh, this other dog, Baxter, who you assume is just jumping and and, uh, barking at him very aggressively. It is a very large brown and white dog. Uh, What are they? um, What are those mountain dogs called? Uh, Bernice Mountain Dog. Yeah, it's a Bernese Mountain Dog. Oh, so it's one big fluffy boy. It's a fluffy boy, and he is uh, very easily uh, basically just jumping. But he's not jumping on the lady. He's jumping up just trying to be intimidating. In place. Yeah. Yeah. And then he spots you all. Holt! Holt! Why do you not all listen? Holt! I said, Holt! I guess Stas would just stop and be like, well, I (laughs) halted. Mr. Woodrisband, listen, you mere peon. You have no power in this realm. Can I just smack her? What? What, 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 what language is this? Little squeaky toy. <laughs> Baxter, Baxter, calm yourself, calm yourself. Uh, welcome, my dear friends. Um, Dogs. Oh, dear. Well, I guess you're all hiding from the storm as well. <laughs> um, come, Miss Come, sit by the fire, dears. I know you need a rest. Oh, Baxter, it seems we have company and friends for you. Baxter, stop. Sit. And he just sits. All right. Well. In dog, I will turn to my compatriots. Should we freak her out? Should we do it? Should we do it? Should we blow her mind? I feel like her reaction would be really funny. Not now. (laughs) Spark, what do you say? Uh... What are you talking about? What is it? All right, Baxter, have you ever wanted to talk to your master? Of course I do. She no. is wonderful. She is perfect. She is everything to me. Now, what if I told you... I love you... her. Okay, what if we told you we could talk to your master? What? Well, of course, you can talk to the master. Everyone can talk to the master. You just bark at her. But Oof. what if she understood us and we could converse? What? I'd say sorcery, but you're dogs. We are all dogs here. Oh, I can cast her. magic, too, so there is her. sorcery. What? Yes. Oh, I must say, everyone, it was a wonderful journey on coming over here. However, the storm was absolutely terrible, I will say. Oh, Baxter, I don't know if we will make it to Khan Village in two days or so. You mean meat? Hopefully the bridge isn't flooded. What? Who said that? Meat. What? The town, meat. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah. She rolls was the... I think it's a charisma saving throw for fear effects. Yeah. Oh, my God, they're talking. I should not have had the champagne before heading out. Yes, oh, it was the champagne. Catch me, Baxter. And she falls back and Baxter just like walks up behind her and she falls and lands on top of him and slumps like down to the ground. I have you. <laughs> it wasn't the champagne. We can speak common. Thank you, nice lady. You protect me from storm. Oh, yeah, and she was still holding copper, so she just slumps down. <laughs> and this fat, like, she's got the weight of copper on her and oh. also just her own body weight and just falls to the ground. Baxter helps, like, get her to slide down much gently. Gentler? Gentlier? Gentler? Much more gently. Much more gently. Yeah, that's the language <laughs> I was looking for. You mean English? Yeah. <laughs> Your native tongue? Common tongue, if you will. Man. All right. So she is on the ground. She's holding uh, copper, but she's actually petting you still. Oh, oh, what a wonderful world it is if dogs actually can talk. Oh. Yo, lady, where's the grub? It's up. Oh, grub. I don't. The food. 
grub. I don't Edibles. have grub here, but you're very strange, Munch. How, how came you to be in this way? Oh, various torture <laughs> experiments. Oh, you poor dear. And she comes over and she puts the copper down. Actually, no, she's holding copper still and she goes and she picks up crystal as well. And she holds you guys uh, to her bosom. Now, let me have you all roll some perception checks just to get a nice look at this lady. Uh, okay, Perce- um, perception. I got a 20. I got a 17. I 14. got a 22. Okay. So you all are looking at this woman and she is rather busty. She has very large hips and, and breasts and she has a very soft face with a beauty mark under her right eye. She has blonde hair that she has kind of like cut short on both sides and a little bit shorter in the back so that it kind of slides down. It doesn't really complement her face very well, but she is wearing very fashionably colored clothes, which you guys can't really see all the colors. It looks mostly muted to you, but if you were looking at her as a normal person, she's wearing very bright, vibrant clothing, and you can tell that she is a bard of some kind. And she is human. But you, uh, Copper and Crystal, are being smothered in her bosom. Crystal, you are finding it most difficult to breathe. Tiny lungs being crushed by fat. Mm, pillows. My spot. My, my spot. My pillows now. <laughs> oh, we God. learned today that Wilson is a boobs guy. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Copper appreciates the... The, 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 the softness after being scared. Boards. I feel like I'd probably be a, a boobs person too, but I don't know. I just, I don't seem to have the package to really experiment or understand. So, okay. Snow's moving on here. Stas is just too big to be picked up. Bigger than... He's 100 pounds. Bigger than a Burmese mountain dog? Burmese mountain dogs are probably... Breed standard. Tell me what you are. They're Probably bigger than like Germans. They're bigger than yeah, German shepherds. Mm-hmm. Let me put it this way. So Baxter is the very stereotypical. 84 to 110. <laughs> 84 to 110 so roughly pounds. The same. Oh. I feel like 100 pounds for a German shepherd is overweight. Is it's possible. Boy. I think that's overweight. Well, they're not. It's outside their normal breed oh, standard. Uh, but I think you're... you wanted a St. Bernard, not a Burmese mountain dog. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So St. Bernard. He's a big St. Bernard. Oh, okay. That makes more <laughs> sense. That is a lot larger than a I said. Ma- the mountain dog, like the kind that has like the jug of uh, water. Yeah, that yeah. dog. He wanted yeah, the Saint Bernard. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's what the we're ones that can be anywhere from two forty. I mean, one forty to two forty. Very large. Yeah. And wait, they are large, large boys. Dogs. Yeah. Okay. So that's how big of a dog you're dealing with. He's much bigger than all of you. He could sit on Crystal, and she would basically be the size of his poop. Yeah, she'd be smaller. No, I, I think bite Crystal. Bite his balls off. Language, Crystal. But wait, wait, can I say bite or balls? We have a red squeaky ball. Which ball? Okay. Yes, you, you would bite the red balls that he has. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's got a collection of them. Three a of pair. them. Wow, that's a little abnormal. He has one for later. Oh, okay. So you just destroy his, his uh, squeaky balls. Okay. I'll make him squeak, all right. <laughs> we please. <laughs> I don't know what's considered... um. So, lady, you got any food? Food? Food. Food. Yeah, of course I have food. Uh, welcome. Come, 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 my darlings. And she invites you all 
to come and sit by her fire. And that is where we're going to end. Hey guys, thanks again so much for listening to another Odd Doggies adventure. And uh, it looks like we're getting pretty close to uh, maybe closing this out, hopefully another episode or two. And then we might be getting back, not even might, we will be getting back to Sword Art Online Odd. So get ready for that as well. And take it away, Justin. Hey guys, I'm I'm the guest here today and the last couple of weeks and maybe the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm from Lit Gaming Arena. You can find us at litgamingarena.com. It's a video game podcast. It, we have a lot of stuff to say about video games. There's a lot to be said. And we want to make sure every one of our listeners is the most informed gamers in existence. So that's our goal. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter at Lit Gaming Arena and on Facebook at Lit Gaming Arena CO. Otherwise, you can search for Lit Gaming Arena on Google. We're on like Podbean, Spotify, we're actually hosted on Anchor. We're pretty much everywhere. Yeah, check it out. And I'm really happy to be on this podcast. It's, I'm having a lot of fun. So thanks for having me, you guys. Absolutely. And if you guys have been enjoying our podcast and you want to support the show monetarily, you can do so by going to our Patreon, uh, which you can find at bit.ly forward slash support MRPF. And we are always running Ask Alice. And if you want to ask us a question about the show, whether it be for Odd Doggies or for uh, Sword Art Online Odd or just anything in general, you can go to bit.ly forward slash ask MRPF. Alice is our AI from Sword Art Online, and she is a very friendly lady. So uh, go ahead and give us a question there, and we will probably read it on the show and answer it <laughs> post-haste. Let's be honest, though. No one has money nowadays. So what they should really be doing if they want to support us is also at the very least you can give us a review on iTunes or just stay in contact with us because we're really active on social media and we love hearing from the fans. Oh yeah, like we have a Discord. We do, which is open to the public now and anyone can come in. Yeah, I put, it's on the website. You can get on our website at missingroleplayerfound.com and then there's like an invite you can click and you can join us on our Discord and have fun with us. Like we play video games together. All the time. Like we could play Minecraft. I was actually thinking about making like an Odd Doggies Minecraft map. I was banned from League of Legends this week, so you would have to wait for that <laughs> next week. But I also, but you are really active playing multiple different platforms of games where, like she said, Minecraft, Overwatch, League of Legends, I play YGO Pro, all kinds of different strategy-based games. If you want to try something out or just hang out with us, please feel free to join us on our Discord. We love any community interaction we can get. All right, guys. Thanks again. And we will see you next Sunday. Doo -doo -doo. Bye. 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 Maximum Pew Pew is an actual play RPG podcast currently playing the Starfinder Dead Sons Adventure Path. Join Cena. She's got a lot of training, but she needs a role model. Ion. Have you heard of this thing called guns before? Maya. We're going into a video game, guys. This has been my dream. And Zinka. D did I just destroy a life form? 
as they race to rid the galaxy of a system-destroying weapon of cataclysmic proportions. In addition, Maximum Pew Pew has bonus content spanning Dungeons & Dragons, Predation, Tales from the Loop, and Free League's upcoming Alien RPG. You can find Maximum Pew Pew on Facebook, Twitter, and your favorite podcast syndicator. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. And tonight, tonight, like every night, we bring <laughs> you questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you, as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies and uh, is he talking about BJing, Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? Woo! My top! Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast? Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100 to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold.